In this episode, we reveal the top 10 reasons to sleep with Jeff Bezos, explain gravity on a flat earth, Mesra pitches eugenics, and we figure out how many Mike Tysons it takes to kill a tiger in primal combat. All this and more. Let's get into it. Yeah! Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to episode 28 of the Terminal Satan podcast. Email us at terminalsatan at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns. We'll make fun of your concerns. We don't really care. You shouldn't really be concerned about this at all, really. They will be. (laughs) Anyway, so what's up, Mezra? How's it going this week? It's going okay, man. Like the weather. Oh, God, it's so beautiful outside. It's been the breeze has been nice. It hasn't been too beating down. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you guys out there have some sunny days. And I know that's not true. I've had a million people text me like, oh my God, the weather's trash. <laughs> and that's weather by Mezra Masada. There's weather. Weekly weather report. Weather's been done. Did, did it cross it off did the list? <laughs> next one of the topic. Dub- next. <laughs> number five. Um, how are you, Jacob? What's What's... What's how you feeling? What's the soul read right now? Dude, I'm tired as fuck. Dude, I don't same. know what happened, but other than that, uh, I was messing around with trying to, I was trying to fix that computer that's sitting over there. You had a computer over there? Yeah, I got a full blown computer that, that's got a full graphics card. It's got a 760 in it. Whoa, it's I, got I, a um, 8530 processor, but um, it's it's got some issues. It's not very happy. It's uh, RAM, everything. It's, it's all good, except for I think the processor is a little funky. I don't know. I don't know what's up with it, but it it, it beeps at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I see that over there. I see that little feet over there. Yeah, the but big, that'd be useful to have box. around. Like, who? How many people just? I mean, I guess a lot of people do, but you don't really often see somebody just have like a full blown, like decent computer. You know, just not being used for years at a time. So yeah, I'll, I'm not familiar where it came from. Where, where where did you get that, that? That was my main like gaming and editing computer for years. Oh, when did you get the new one? It, it's it's the whole ship of what thesis is that what it was? The what ship? does that mean again? Like like I've um, heard that if before. you replace a part one at oh, a time, yep, you yep, know, yep, one yep, board yep. at a time on a ship is when doesn't it no longer become the same ship? So it's an amalgamation. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so like that's always been that's Dale over there, but like. Then what's that? <laughs> Why are there, there's two now? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. So yeah. Yep. So you know, you replace enough parts. Eventually, you have enough parts left over to have a second computer. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird how that works. Um, they all worked at one point. I don't know what's wrong with it. Anyway. Ah, 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 okay. Ah, he's okay, got a. I've got, I've got a gun and I'm ready to shoot measure. Oh, I've actually, it. I upgraded the gun, guys. I got, got a, I got a faster, got a more powerful gun. More powerful gun. It's, so I'm going to try not shoot him in the face anymore. It slightly stings. So if you see measure wearing an eye patch, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you, what do you want to get into today, measure? Well, wanna... let's see. You got cocaine. Cocaine. I don't have it, but. Yeah. Like you just, you know, I found out a lot of my friends did cocaine. Oh. Uh-huh. And that's a, that's a weird one right there. <laughs> I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you could, just, you could try cocaine, I guess. So um, I've got, I've got a couple AI things we can do today. So like, have you done cocaine? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. AI. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So Back you know we talked plenty rights. about AI, and I'm not going to explain anything again. But you can just go ahead and look back into the past. But we're not going to talk about AI so much. Okay. I've just like I've I've messed around with some some like I, I was explaining to you the other day about like the best model that's not GPT three, which was the Megatron thing, right? With like 11 billion transformers and stuff or parameters and stuff yeah. like that. But so anyway, I messed around with that a little bit and I've, I've given it some, 
some things to talk about. And I, I think it's funny what it was able to come up with. So you use the Megatron. What does he call it? The Megatron. It's called the Megatron. Yeah. There's also, there's, there's a, I, I think it was the Megatron. There's a billion, you know, types. There's, a, there's also the Tacotron. There's another one called uh, Bert. <laughs> um, there's, there's plenty of Transformers, but that's one. Of, and so, they are called Transformers, by the way. Of course. So, yeah. so Bert is a very Jacob name for an AI program. And is. Megatron is a very Mesra name for, for the, AI yeah, program. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I like, dude, I've talked about before. Programmers are so good at naming things because they always, they always just build off of other words. Like for instance, Megatron is because the thing is a transformer. Like everything's right. a reference to something. Yeah, I, yeah, I love yeah. it. So what I thought would be interesting, and I did this a little while back is I fed it some of our podcast titles and I asked it <laughs> for more of them. Okay. So, and then I did that also with the descriptions. So now I've got like a couple of theoretical in the AI universe podcast. I love this. Okay. Starting from uh, Terminal Satan 29. After that, we go on to Terminal Satan 30, which is the price of memories, which sounds like something we might do. The price of memories. That's the price of what, 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 could, what could that be? I wonder. Dude, wait, that sounds like an amazing like album title. <laughs> that would be an amazing album that's, title. That's Measures. He, he makes a country album. And that's what it's going to be called. Oh, um, damn it. You ruined it. <laughs> I was thinking like Dream Theater, but yeah, oh, I guess yeah, freaking yeah. country would... Yeah. Uh, Terminal Satan 33 is Measure Hates Pizza. <laughs> that's the title <laughs> of that one. That's a great, that's uh, a great one. Oh, 32 before that was uh, Budget Problems. <laughs> I could see that realistically. Why so many finances? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the next one after that is Measure Awaits Evictment, <laughs> which would make sense with Budget Problems. <laughs> Um, the one after that, I think we, we stopped talking about finances and it's um, people versus zoo animals. So <laughs> I, I, I guess that could be like some sort of gladiator arena wait, kind of could, thing. That's a, that's a topic we could do. People yeah, versus like, zoo oh, animals. Oh yeah, we take fighters or other people and we like celebrities and stuff and then we take a zoo, what zoo animal could they theoretically fight and win? Oh, I, th I was thinking like we go through zoo animals and we just, how many people would it take to kill it barehandedly? Oh, bare yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, in my head it was like, okay, we yeah. got Danny DeVito. Right. He can fight a crow. Can you fight a pig? <laughs> you know, you work your way up. <laughs> exactly. I like it. I like both ideas. Okay. And the last title is um, Terminal Satan Breakfast is Murder. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we could like uh, sort of ret retcon that to be like uh, with the plants. Can plants feel? Yeah. Yeah. Breakfast yeah, yeah. is murdering plants. But yeah. anyway, so I've got a couple of descriptions for episodes as well. These don't have titles associated with them. Oh. They're just episode descriptions. Okay. Um, this first one is uh, a quote. We discuss how Measure made the cover of Pong, discuss why secret karaoke is very real, and go over the weird adventures of being a 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the next one is um, Jake and Measure talk about all the horror movies they've watched over the years, compare scary concepts, discuss the purpose of cinematography, and more. That one's not funny. That's just like Th these very are, much could be one of our episodes. These are so accurate. <laughs> Uh, and then this third one is, this is a grand slam of an episode featuring game theory, behavioral economics, etymology, and more. Wow. Like, like, th this is realistic. Yeah. I, this is um, uh, introspective, you know, like hearing them because it's like, that. that's what our, it's like using AI to kind of show like, what is our name? What's our brand? Well, it's like when, when people make music or any kind of art, they've always, everybody's got a distinct style that you can identify to what they make. Yeah. But they don't see that style in their own thing. So this is like pointing out from a different perspective, like, oh, here's how you write titles. Cause like, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. You can find the patterns when something else is showing you more of them. 
Yeah, I think that, <laughs> and that's that's Megatron. I can't wait to get access to GPT three and like really get some <laughs> really interesting stuff. But I've I've got some bonuses here. Okay, keep uh, on. Sorry. First off, I, I I followed the theme of of feeding it something and having it give me more of it. So I gave it all of your song titles that you've released. Oh, and I've asked it for more song titles. And dude, you can totally use these. These are that's genius. Wait, okay, <laughs> because yeah. uh, it's all, for me, it's always been extremely clear your theming when it comes to oh, song yeah, titles. No, I've absolutely so, like I could tell theme. that these these fit pretty well. Yep, let's hear it. Let's okay, hear it. so the first one is hellish solitude. That's the first uh-huh, one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Second one is diseased humanity. Yep, that's that's good. The third one is destruction in all. Okay, a little 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 metalcore there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fourth one is Black Mass. Yeah, I would yeah. definitely name something. Black and the next Mass. one, uh, Theater of Darkness. <laughs> yeah, I think that one's pretty good. Um, after that, when heroes surrender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Power metal. I like it. And the very last one, and this one killed me when I saw it, is Supernova. Because you've already used that one. <laughs> but it doesn't it didn't know about that though. Because you remember we never released it. We never that. released it. It's so good that it actually it lined up with one you've actually made. That's great. That's too that's too on the nose. That's way too on the nose. That, yeah. Dang so it. I'm feel sta- free to use those. That if means you ever I'm essentially s- entirely predictable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the last thing I've got is a fake article that I had to make for me. Fake article? Yes. Like a like a like you want a news want article or something? Yeah, like a BuzzFeed article. Got kind you. Of thing. Okay, oh, BuzzFeed article. Yeah, the title of it is Top 10 Reasons to Sleep with Bezos. <laughs> Let's hear or, it. Let's or, hear yeah, it. so here, here's how the article opens. Here are the top 10 reasons you should have sex with Jeff Bezos. That's what it came up with. Yeah. Number 10, he is the wealthiest man in the world. Number 9. Yeah. Okay, so it starts, it starts descending into, like... The kind of madness, and then it comes back out. Okay. Okay. So the ninth is um he has a hot girlfriend who, like you, would really like some penis. <laughs> 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 Number eight, he may not be married to the world's most beautiful woman, but he is married to a beautiful woman who has a hot boyfriend. Seven. This one. This is where he goes off the deep end. He's hot. Period. He is hot. Period. Don't be a loser. Period. <laughs> Don't be a chicken. Period. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's like a grade school well, like, point. It sounds okay. like an actual BuzzFeed person trying to write it. <laughs> Number six is, and he starts getting a little more serious. You would be just fine with not having a relationship. You could see him at a party and make eye contact, and you would probably end up at the same party. That would be okay. You could get to know him. You could explore your options. It would be fine. <laughs> what the heck? Okay, number five, you think you are funny. You probably don't mean to be funny. You probably aren't funny, but you think you are. You probably do. You are terrible at jokes. You're not going to be great, but you think you are. <laughs> so that, that was just insulting. Yeah, was just- <laughs> um, number four, you're already in love with Amazon, which is his e-commerce giant. Okay, so okay. I, I guess that, co- that's yeah, kind of a reason. A three, you think you could teach him to love monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, you are a sociopath who hates monogamy, which kind of contradicts the previous on, yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And then number one, you think he's the next Bill Gates. So that's wow. that's the number one point. Wow. And then, and then he wraps up the article like they normally do with a bunch of comments. So I'll just read that. If you want to impress Jeff Brazos with a nice gift that is perfect for his life, a really nice sandwich, or the ability to get into a club, or literally anything other than a sex trade, read The Managed Heart by A.S. Neal, which is like, they're trying to promote a book, (laughs) in which the author talks about a soulmate and a woman's life. 
If you want to actually see this man's penis, read Ten Commandments of Masturbation by Martin Boyd. (laughs) I guess as a photo. If you want to write a book about how you were forced to have sex with Bill Gates, you don't need to get in touch with me. Send your writings to bagina at boston.com. <laughs> Happy New Year, Kim J. Crestel. Now we have to write an email to that email now. And have yeah, to send but, Bagina at boston.org. Yeah, let's do it, Bagina. I but, love how it, it, it does the article and then after it finishes the article, it's like, okay, here's some books you might like. Um, it actually started recommending other articles, similar articles. It really? gave us an email address. It, it said Happy New Year, then had the author's name. And I Googled all these names. They don't exist. These aren't real people. <laughs> <laughs> it made that shit up. Dude, I, I love it. I love the, like, if you want to see a picture of his penis, read this. <laughs> and I like it. Just the thought of there being a book. Like, what was it? The 10, the top 10. The 10 commandments of masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of them, it's like, it's like for reference, here's the richest, you know what I mean? Oh my oh God. Oh my God. Not the richest. Like, here is Jeff Bezos's penis as a picture. Like, there you go. It really went off the deep end there. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh my in the God. Middle. I, I love I love where this is headed and th- and having heard some GPT three stuff where they have them do articles like that it's it's like so much better obviously and it's just it gets to the point where like I we're on the verge of having an infinite amount of laughter whenever we want like just yeah. fed to us easily yep. like I I just started typing and then I let it finish it and then it's like wow this is funny <laughs> thanks <laughs> what other things can we can we do with AI other than make stupid like. That's kind of what we do. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with AI. Yeah. But on the entertainment side, we talked about open AI making, can it make media content? Like, it can make, like Im- videos? they're working on like images. Images, right? Yeah. So I mean, we haven't I mean done video all of yet. these things are, you know, they're doable. It's just that text is the first and the easiest thing to do. Of course, of course. And then also the interesting thing is that we, because of computers and I guess just general logical reasons, we represent a lot of things with text. Like for instance, MIDI is a text-based format. It is? So GPT-3 could very well write MIDI for you. I didn't I didn't know it was text-based. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Wait, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Just like how um like there's image like vector images, you're familiar with that, right? Uh remind me. Well, basically you've got vector images and raster images. Raster images are a list of it's a, called a bitmap. It's a list of pixels, right? Right. So you just individually represent the pixels and if you zoom in it gets Blurry or pixelated, right? Yes. Uh, raster or uh, vector images are mathematical points. So you use the coordinates for points and then use that to make shapes. And then also those points can have curvature associated with them, like the like the pen tool in After Effects. It's like that. And then so you ha- you store that information of the coordinates and then you can zoom in as much as you want and it'll just re-render and it'll never get blurry or pixelated or anything. It's it's the mathematical oh format. I and that's like- text-based. That's SVG. I feel like I've been explained that concept, but I never really like realized what that means. That's really cool. It's a really cool technology. Obviously, you can't use it for photographs, but you can use it for really cool like logos and stuff like that should pretty much always be made in vector because then you can rescale it. Right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. The, that's one of the marks of a, a just a poor business is you, you always see is like I've, I've had to make a lot of advertisements and sponsorships and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they'll they'll send me a freaking 128 by 128 like JPEG of their logo, and they're like, <laughs> "Okay, we're gonna broadcast this." I'm like, "How? <laughs> this, you can see like it's just reap like soaked in compression artifacts. The thing is, <laughs> it's ugly as shit. So a lot I've had to many times in the past recreate their logo based on the image they send me from scratch because I wasn't happy with how compressed and small it was. So uh, wait, sorry, I'm I'm unfamiliar. Which which formats are like? How do you keep it so that the vector imaging like the, that adaptive resolution thing, like 
is stays with it. Oh, see, um, so because it's a separate way of doing images, you have to do it from the ground up to be vector. Oh, you can't, okay, okay. You, you, there's like conversion tools where it tries to trace your image, but you really need to do it as a vector. Oh, okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I gotcha. The other headline I did um, was just the top 10 reasons not to date an alien. Because we had talked about that before. It was like, what are what are the logistics of that? Like, how are yeah, we, exactly. How are we yeah. gonna deal with that? Are people like why are people gonna not want to? Why are people gonna want to? Like, what are these things? Right. Yeah. So I tried to ask it for some. Are you gonna share? Oh, I can read it if you want. I want to hear them. Actually, yeah, okay. I want to hear them. Okay. So the article starts as here are the top ten reasons not to date an extraterrestrial. <laughs> number one, and it went from number one. one off yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have two heads, two human-like heads. We don't want to date a three-headed person because it will be two heads in the front and two in the back. So the head, the head count went up. Number two, they are actually dead. Dead people in a bed and dried meat don't make good dinner to guests. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's very like surrealist, you know? It is. Number three, they like to they have to listen to music that includes at least ten different chants. It sounds like a religious revival. There will be a kumbaya session at the altar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I religious guess that's, just, that's just being like you don't like their culture, I guess. Yeah. Number four, they are scared of anything that moves. Maybe you should have bad luck in your workplace, or maybe you're allergic to rodents. Whatever it is, it's not your fault. It's probably because you're walking around on a natural uranium planet. None of that made I any don't, that's sense. That's just gibberish. Yep. Uh, number five, you'll find strange patterns in their wardrobe. Different patterns on the same shirt will cause you to question their common sense. <laughs> that one's pretty good. They're just bad at fashion. Number six, they would never visit a jail, only the hospital. You can bring a bug in for a free healthcare checkup, but jail? Never. Don't know what that's about. Number seven, <laughs> they're so trying to get your attention. They'll make stupid sex tapes or post home videos of their babies swimming in the toilet. <laughs> Who would like that? Okay, number eight. Uh, they try to turn you into their own alien. They'll talk about space and their only goal in life is to conquer Earth. Makes mm -hmm, sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Number nine, they see you as a baby-making machine. Look, we don't want to be subjected to that. Besides, that would be a creepy thing to say to a lover who is half sex bomb alien. That's, this is, okay, that makes sense. Number 10, the final reason. Yep. They have smaller feet than you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. A little punchline. Let's, let's, let's uh, uh, it's not feasible, but it'd be hilarious to make this like a, a terminal statement segment. Like yeah. we end the segment with one of us just reading an AI written article. Absolutely. Or something and stupid like that. I would, well, you know, it'd be great. We could do that and then we can mix it in with real life absurd articles. So it's like spot the AI article or something. Oh, that's a great idea. I, 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 as soon as I get access to GPT-3, we can do something like that. Let's we, do it. Yeah. Um, we can have some like, we can have some like soothing music in the background. Like yeah. it's the same clip that you just added. And then like, it's just like, oh, this is AI time. And they have to like, that'd be out. fun. Yeah, it's a fun idea. Um, that wasn't the end of the article though, because... It's so it's so good at generating articles that it, it put in photo credits. And oh, so you've boy. got like Africa Studio from Shutterstock, like and a bunch of Dave Moss from Shutterstock, Christian T. Olson. Like there's a there's a whole list of people and companies in here. But who there supplied weren't images. The, yes, but in, in its head, there were images in the article and they oh. put the photo credits for the theoretical people who shot those images. That's crazy. And they're all from Shutterstock. Um, That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, dude. So, so cool. And that's just because it was trained on the internet. It's read billions and billions of articles. Right, you know? right. And it's just, it's used to seeing photo credits and plugging books and the author's name and stuff. So it just does that. That's cool. 
I'm, I'm, it's just, it's a, it's, it's a mind boggling like branch of technology that we're doing that. Like yeah. that's so cool. Here's, here's just a, a question starter. I don't know a if question. A, a question, a conversation starter. That's a question. Okay. Alrighty. I don't know is if it, it'll go anywhere. Is it we'll in the see. form of a question? It is in the form of a question. So it's a questionly well, it's not conversation written. starter. I didn't write it as a form of a question, but I will rephrase it into a question for you. Okay. So it's a rephrase question conversation starter. Yes. Just what we love to do here. I know. Um, this is the, the age old question. If you could have a conversation or, you know, they've rephrased it as a beer or dinner or whatever with any person, you know, past or present, who would you want to talk to? The most I don't see. I, I've it? never liked and I, history. I can, I can rephrase this even more and recontextualize it. If we could have anybody living or dead as a guest on the podcast. Oh, bye. Who would you, who would you choose? Oh my Lord. I've never been a big history guy. Like, yeah. In so you could just that, choose a living person. <laughs> uh, no, right. You're right. But uh, because like, I just don't care. Mm -hmm. You'd be really awkward in a good way. What? Would be, imagine getting Tom Cruise on here. Like he is the <laughs> most, he is the, he's such a weird enigma of a person. Like he's, he's, that's, that's what I mean. That would be a really awkward podcast. Yeah. But like in a really good way, <laughs> I th it would be, it would be so fascinating. Cause the way he's like always forcing like a, an outward positivity, like positivity and trying to be like the most charismatic person in the room. Yeah. Even if he's like being really weird, uh -huh, uh -huh. That, that would just, uh, that'd be a lot of fun. Dude. What about Jables? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Jablinski. Jablinski games. What if we got the old Jack Black on the what, podcast? What if we invited Kyle? And we didn't ask for Jack Black. We're just like, oh my you gosh. know what, Cage, get on here. <laughs> forget, forget Jack for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like Jack Black on the podcast. So you got what about what about historical people? People um, who've actually done something in the world? Because I think they're all boring and probably will not be good conversation. <laughs> I don't. I don't agree. You know what? Okay, historical people. Dennis Ritchie. I'll choose Dennis Ritchie. Who is that? Off the top of my head. Okay, that's probably recency bias a little bit. He's the guy who invented Unix and the C programming language, among many other things. He worked at Bell Labs as a researcher for like a billion years. Okay, okay. He, he's him and Ken Thompson are basically like the, the they basically invented everything we know about computers as they are today. Okay, it's like the biggest programming language, the operating system that every other operating system is based on, etc. All by themselves. So the, I think he would be a blast to have on just because he'd have a billion stories that are ex insanely interesting. Yeah, yeah. And just like being an intelligent person. I mean, he's he's a, he's like the the ultimate computer scientist. So he's he's not exactly the most charismatic mm -hmm, or or mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, he's dead, but um but he'd be just have a lot of interesting things to say. So that you know, that's something you want to balance out. Yeah. Um, somebody else, uh, the Lex Friedman, not that, that I want him on the podcast, but he has a podcast and he's been, he really has this obsession. He wants to talk with Einstein on his podcast. That's like his thing. Okay. Oh my God. But he, the thing is, is he, he's trying to make it a reality. So he's not going to reanimate Einstein, obviously. What do, you, what do you mean? But he's been experimenting with tons of different AI things and, um, wow. Wow. Call and wow. voice actors and like generative, uh, voices and stuff like that. He's trying to find a way to simulate an Einstein, uh, an Einstein have on podcast. podcast. That's incredibly interesting. I, yeah. I thought it would be very accurate, but it would still be cool to hear. Absolutely. I think we're, we're getting to the verge of that being possible and him being more in the forefront of AI. I think that, you know, it's, it's something that he can totally work on. I don't know if he'll ever get there. Yeah. But yeah, I, that'd be really cool. Okay. We, we all know flat earthers, you know, that's a low hanging fruit, right? Right. Yeah. Low hanging fruit. 
Pretty flat. But what I really enjoy is when they try to explain physics right. and, and just general mechanics and stuff yeah. um, in their own world. And then so I, I stumbled across this website, uh, flatearth101.com. That's an actual legitimate flat earth website that tries to explain a bunch of flat earth questions, including one that I found particularly interesting, which was gravity. Right, and right, so right, right. I, I was thinking we could read a little bit about what they thought gravity was, and yeah, okay. you know, just talk about that a little bit. Right, because the from the only thing I have in my knowledge is that if if Earth is flat, the way gravity works is that the entire universe is accelerating at nine point eight meters a second. Yeah, and it's not that. Which oh, is it interesting. isn't that. Okay, because right. I mean, that one I've always thought was supremely stupid. Yeah, that's really dumb. That <laughs> yeah, what's accelerating no it, and then you'd get to what? You'd get to light speed in less than a year. So that's just impossible. But I guess they don't really do. I don't know if they care about general relativity or not. And also like, yeah, maybe light speed isn't a thing anymore. Yeah. They have like a relative. Maybe light, light isn't a thing. It's the the optical water or something. Yeah, you can see know. how like, yeah, one thing breaks down another thing, which breaks down another thing. It, yeah, it gets worse and worse. Um, so here's how they explain gravity. Uh, and quote, if you fill a balloon with helium, a substance lighter than nitrogen, oxygen, and other elements which compose the air around it, the balloon will immediately fly upwards, you know, as we know. If you fill a balloon with hydrogen, a substance even lighter than helium, a balloon will fly upwards even faster. If you blow a dandelion seed out of your hands, a substance just barely heavier than air, it'll float away and then slowly eventually fall to the ground. If you drop an anvil, it'll fall, yada, yada, yada. And uh, now they go on to say, That's now this has absolutely nothing to do with gravity quote-unquote i agree the fact that light things rise up and heavy things fall down is simply a natural property of weight this is very different from gravity gravity is a hypothetical magnetic force possessed by large masses which isaac newton needed to help explain the heliocentric theory of the universe so essentially their whole explanation of gravity is things that weigh more fall more like that's it that's that's it that that is a kind of gravity i guess but it's not. It's not gravity works. Almost like yeah, like they're talking. Yeah, they're saying they're saying denser objects fall more. But from what? From gravity. They're saying, but this is this is that a replacement for gravity is like they, they try to use buoyancy to explain it. But buoyancy is because of it's a result of gravity. It's a result of gravity. That's why it's I'm very because, confused. Here. Yeah, they're like, see, buoyancy exists, so therefore that's gravity. And we don't need gravity because that's gravity. Everything is just buoyancy or something. Just right, but buoyancy works because of gravity. That's the what I'm driving saying. Driving so force like, like, is gravity. They, how are they stopping there? <laughs> it's just, I'm like, so here, here's a later quote. I'm Any so object which is heavier than air and which is unsupported has a natural tendency to fall by its own weight. Like that's gravity. Because of gravity. Yeah. Archimedes principle. Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can't just say like, Oh, you know, electricity doesn't exist. It's because I connect this battery to this light and it lights up. Yeah, and it's, it's like that's <laughs> you don't need electricity, it just does it. Dude. <laughs> also, it's so easy to sound smart to people who don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Like it's so easy to Because like, they're saying truths and then they're saying thus gravity doesn't yeah, exist. Exactly, exactly. Without the knowledge of well, that's it works because of gravity. Yeah. Like, oh my god. The, the, oh. And I'm, I'm skipping a, a hell of a lot because I read one paragraph. There are at least, there's at least a hundred paragraphs in here. It's oh insane. My oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. And this is, this is the, this is a gravity page. They got flat earth pages for everything. Okay. Here's the, here's the thought experiment. Okay. I, you are now a flat earther, Mesra. I'm a flat earther. I'm, I and am you don't believe right that buoyancy shit. You don't believe the acceleration shit. 
How do you explain gravity? I would explain gravity as being an actual universal force that has to do with mass. And just that the fact that the earth, the, the flat earth is more... It it's just more really dense. Yeah, and it's just pulling us down Yeah, and um, into the earth. Like gravity still exists, you know? It's just we're all on a two-dimensional... Like the, think oh, of the universe the, as a two-dimensional plane. Right. And then we're just on it. Because the, the classic problem with gravity on a disc is that the center of mass is in the middle of the disc. So people on the edge, like the far sides... Would not be pulled down. They'd be pulled at an angle, right? Oh yeah, that's the damn problem. It. Damn it, damn it! You're right. You're so, right. You're right. So, you're like right. you said, gravity would have to be pointing down universally. That's what, what if it, not that's, that's, that's my explanation. Mass. Gravity is universally pulling down. Yeah, not to the dude. Center of mass like, is bullshit. Well, okay, so like the entire universe mm -hmm. is a two D plane. Yes, in that sense, and an then like it goes or, up and down. Finite. Uh, we don't need to get into okay. that yet because it's flat Earth. There's uh, other universes that go downwards. Oh, there's layers. There's layers of universes, and that causes a net gravity going through all the universes, oh. vectoring perfectly it's vertical. A, it's the gravitational current. It, we'll call it the um, gravitational perpendicular theory, per perpendicularity theory. There you go. That sounds legitimate. Wow. That that's that's string theory. The string theory goes through. The <laughs> it's a bunch of strings pulling you down. Exactly. All the quantum flu quantum fluxes are between atoms jumping between the layers. That's what's happening. That's what I love is you can Oh my god. I did just that's say, a pretty good job. You can Come literally on. just say that as like um cuz they've most people have heard of string theory but most people don't understand what string theory is. So yeah. You're just like, dude, it's just string theory. They're just pulling everything down with strings. And they'd be like, string theory, that's a thing. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, You're, I can't. I can't question that. Well, think about it. So you look at like the quantum realm. Random electrons popping out in yeah. and everywhere. Right. It, it's going between the layers. It goes. It's in one layer. Boom! It pops to another layer. It's mm -hmm. all connected. It's all connected. It's all connected. It's one big layered sandwich. You know, it'd be hilarious yeah. if like that's proven. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I'm joking. But dude, dude. Okay, come on. With what you gave me, that's, that's a pretty, pretty good. good. That's, that's a pretty that's good pretty explanation. Good. Some stupid like string theory. Gravity works through all the dimensions. Yeah. Which is why there's a net vertical. Um, pull. So, so stupid. in your flat Earth, ignoring the multiple layers, just just our layer, okay. right? Our layer. Take it. How, how do you explain? Um, first off, space and just the, the existence of the sun and the planets, ignoring the other galaxies and such. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you're talking about like um, celestial bodies? Yes. Yeah, so, well, yeah, those specific, the ones in our solar system, and uh, as well as the day-night cycle. Day-night cycle. God damn it! <laughs> so they're not. They're not what you think. They're not controlled by gravity. Okay. I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well because they're, they're on they rails. Definitely def they definitely have mass. Oh God, I don't have anything for the celestial bodies. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, because like, because they're so obviously like <laughs> it's, it's already so simple as it is. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I have to completely pretend like they don't exist if we're doing that stupid layer theory. Right. Um. Well, how do they do it? How do they do the the the, the celestial bodies? That's spinning? a good question. I, I honestly I like there's some, I like, some like axis in the middle of the Earth that. Yeah, it, except for the the disappointing thing is that you probably they probably wouldn't have answers for a lot of the stuff. We'd have to have a really good flat earther. You're right. Because your average right. flat earther doesn't have answers for that stuff. Yeah, they also don't think. It's like when you when you have questions about religion, like you need to get this dude who studied theology to be yeah, able to actually right. get answers. You're right. Well, that's 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 what bothers me though. It's like all these all these people they subscribe to these um really controversial ideas. Mm -hmm. They subscribe to these ideas that are that go against the grain, which is like, fine, you do that, but like, well, how do you do that without like having answers to those questions mm -hmm. about the fundamental difference? You know what I mean? Why would you arbitrarily choose something that's not accepted? If it's not, if it's going to go against the grain- Because it feels you, smarter, you know? 
but if you don't have answers to the questions, you're not smart. You, but you think you do because you, you never come across a, a question that you couldn't answer because there's always just be, because somebody else has got an answer for you. They've got some sort of bullshit straw man argument, you know, that's stupid. And then you get, then you get super confident and you start getting like bumper stickers that say astronauts oh my <laughs> stuff God. like that. Oh my God. <laughs> I guess a lot of it stems from besides the fact that you want to be smarter than everybody else is that you were never really given a good explanation of the way things work in real life in the first place. Yeah. So yeah. so other mystical hand wavy things don't seem any more, they don't, they don't seem any less grounded than reality because you, you don't understand reality. Because you don't understand reality. Because like we've said it many times, the whole idea of a bunch of spherical bodies just sort of doing their thing, it, it kind of works out to just be the way it is. Right. Um, very simply with a couple rules, but if you don't understand the, the couple rules, then like, why is everything a sphere? That's spheres are very smooth. How that's so perfect. Why wouldn't they be jagged? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Mm, yeah well, they are jagged. It's just well, on I such know, a but large like, scale. They look but like at, at scale, they're not very jagged. Well, who I was talking to, um, a friend the other day and he said, did you know that the entirety of mathematics is reliant on one assumption. He's like, I don't remember what that assumption is. He's <laughs> like, I don't remember what it is. Yeah. But we made that assumption one day, and that's how we've built the entire framework of math. And he's like, and that that's blows my mind. That's a useless thing to say if you don't have the assumption. If you don't know what that assumption is. Yeah, well, he's telling me this. And he's like, I'm like, why does that bother you? He goes, one day, if they prove that that assumption is wrong, the entirety of our framework for how we know our world is gone. And I'm like, but... It's, it's, it's always been the closest approximation. Yeah. And, and it's worked. And it's worked. And he's like, like it doesn't I'm like, just stop working. It's also, it's also, it's already happened. It's already happened mm -hmm. because we, we started with Newtonian physics. Right. And then we had to get into relativity. We, we got into relativity. Quantum. quantum. And here's the thing that worked alongside to explain Newtonian physics, but that didn't shatter no. how we describe we, our world. And then Newtonian physics are still incredibly useful for simple models, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, because, you know, and because we were we were using our observe observations to make assumptions. So it's like just because the foundation of our assumption is gone, it's still closely representing what we see. Yeah. We're just going to get ever so better at assuming it, our surroundings. It's a similar argument to whenever people, whenever I hear the anecdote that, did you know that Charles Darwin on his deathbed said that he doesn't believe in evolution anymore? It's like... Who cares? <laughs> like, yeah, like it if, doesn't if, matter. If it if it works, if the idea works, then I don't care if he didn't believe in it. It doesn't discredit the idea. Uh, I, that anecdote's false anyway. But but even if he even if he like spent the rest of his life saying it's I was wrong, guys. Evolution isn't real. That doesn't it doesn't matter. The idea is out there, and we found that the idea works. So it doesn't matter what he thinks of it or thought of it. I I met this group of people, and these are college people in mm -hmm. STEM, and this bothered the crap out of me. Like, I was like, why don't, why do people go against science? Why do people like believe in all these controversial theories and whatever? Like, why not try to find the best working theory? And they're like, well, Mesra, you, no matter what you do, you will never prove any of that scientific stuff. It could all be wrong. Yeah. Like, it could all be wrong. One day, all of what you know about science could be completely wrong. That's the fundamental idea of science. It's like, then why would you do like, he's like, yeah, we are the point of science. is like the best possible approximation. Yeah. The best way we can explain things. And then being accepting that you're probably going to be wrong, trying to prove yourself wrong. And then if you succeed in proving yourself wrong, finding the next best finding thing. Finding the next best thing. But their, their concept is if we're never right, then you can believe anything and it doesn't matter. 
That's what they that were trying to prove. A far jump. They're like, so because because so like I'm like, what about like maybe the Matrix? I don't know what it was. Sure. Like, oh yeah, we'll just believe we're all in the Matrix. And they're like, what if we are? Because you can't prove anything. Like yeah. your science is just the best assumption. So it's not ground and stone. We could all be in the Matrix. You could just be wrong. And I'm like, there's no way to live that way. You can't make any. You can't function in society. Yeah. Humanity can't move forward with that because if we're all just pretending everything's true and everyone's just believing whatever the hell they want, I don't know. It's frustrating that people are subscribing to that argument. It's boiling it down to like, rather than being percentage based of like in terms of how often you're correct to just make it a Boolean, like you're either either right or wrong. That's exactly what it is. It's like, we're trying to, yeah, the percentage of how close we are to the approximation. And they're like, no, if you're, if you're right or it's either right or wrong. So, So if you're wrong, even no matter how close you are. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. Does that make your life more fun? I, I don't see how no, it could, it, but what it, it, maybe does is it does. It allows, it allows um, social acceptance of people who don't subscribe to typical scientific right. ideas. Mm-hmm. It allows people to feel justified um, not believing what the thing. And no, I don't have a problem with you not believing what everyone else believes. Have freaking reasons. Mm. Have well thought out reasons and arguments for that. And if you're still not convinced, fine, we can, we can disagree, but, but I had, will not, yeah. but I will not agree to be like, oh, they can just completely ignore everything and not have a reason to believe what they believe. Well, you, you can't have all of the reasons for stuff like that because then it would be science and not just, you know, pseudoscience or what, or whatever else it is, you know, like you, well, you can't believe in astrology and have all the reasons. Cause if you did have all the reasons then astrology would be real. And that would be a scientifically accepted thing. But there's there's a there's a, there's a give and take here between like how much um, how reasonable it is to go against the grain with these things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you think about the difference between maybe not believing in evolution and, and believing the Earth is flat, yeah, one takes a lot more quote unquote assumptions. One takes a lot more reworks. One is a lot less likely True. to be the case. And it's it's just like so. So your amount of reasons should be proportional to. How, it should be. It, it honestly is. should be proportional to yeah. how crazy it is. It, you should be able to explain it, you know, to a degree. Mm-hmm. Why would you subscribe to this crazy idea and not be able to explain why? I, I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier, where they couldn't explain the scientifically right. one, right. the scientific one either. So it's like, oh, what's the difference? <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. It's it's a, it's it seems to stem from ignorance. Like, measure why should my personality not be based on where the planets were when I was born? Why not, Mizra? <laughs> the face Jacob made out of me, it was so fucking priceless. You guys have, you guys will never experience what I just experienced. The, the, the willful ignorance in his face just now was so damn funny. So that was a stupid rant. That was a really dumb rant. I just basically said, why are dumb people dumb yeah. for, oh. for, for 15 minutes? Yeah. Do you believe in any... You don't. That's the thing. I know this about you. You don't believe in a single damn conspiracy theory. <laughs> you don't believe in a damn fucking one. Uh, uh, yeah. It's too boring. I don't... I don't think I do either. What? Well, what... Here's the question. Okay. What do, I, what, what do I believe that's essentially a conspiracy theory to you? <laughs> um... No, tell me. I, I'm not going to get offended because I'm constantly well, like, I, I'm not really worried about offending you, <laughs> per se. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hit it. Let's, let's okay, make it Well, the very first one that comes to mind, and you're, you're not 100% sold, but that would be religion in the first place. Yeah, yeah. That's not That's That's, that's not my that. best answer that's to that. That's because I'm, um, that's more of a, um, that's a, a hope. I was built on it. Yeah. So, like, it's more of, um, 
keeps me grounded because the society around us functions off of um, those nuances. If I remove that, then I become a very different person. You know what I mean? A lot of my fundamentals okay. um, not, you change. Can, you can't take the fundamentals with you without the dogma or whatever? Honest, well, not without the dogma. Yeah. Because that, well, that's what I did is I was just like, eh, I'm the same person, but now I'm just getting rid of the, the things that made me that way. Or they didn't even make me that way. It's just, the, just those ideas that you had, like, these are the reasons why, but you don't well, need I've, the I've, reasons. I've gotten into this. I've gotten into this. So like, yeah. if, if you take, like, I start to, I don't value morality. I don't value traditions. I don't value honor. I don't value empathy. I don't, I don't value any of that. I value once we, once we, we remove religion, right? Yeah. I think of us as just an existence. And then the, the main goal of our existence to be is to extend that as indefinite, as, as much as we can. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be worthwhile to sacrifice as many people as we can to indefinite, to make our existence definite, which is not, po I don't know if it's possible, but that should be the goal is to have optimum optimization of our species and our existence. And that's going to, that's going to cause a lot of pain and suffering to do that. Mm -hmm. And I have, and I no longer value the moral moral side of it. I no longer value what's right and wrong because it's not my goal anymore. It doesn't become my goal. And I know that, that people say that and you're like, doesn't that make you a bad person? Like, why is your morality so linked to whether or not you believe in a religion? It's right. like you should be a good person regardless. I, I, it's like, because it's because of reason. It's, it's not trying to, I'm not, I'm not trying to bring it personal. I'm trying to be objective here. That's a subjective thing. Your feelings for how how much you care about your fellow man is a subjective thing that's raised and built on you, and that's how a uh, you know a pack animal has has grown to be. Mm -hmm. That's how a pack animal lives is um, feeling that way for other people. But we're past that. We've evolved. We have sent sentience. We have we're establishing society. We don't we don't really need that as much right now. Right now we need to focus on optimizing our species. <laughs> so is this your pitch for eugenics or <laughs> what was happening? Well, okay. So eugenics, I don't know. Eugenics, <laughs> it, I don't know if, I don't, I'm not, I'm not an expert in that and yeah. genetics and how that works. But I, to a degree, yeah, I think like limiting, not eugenics specifically, limiting how, the kids that people have to optimize, <laughs> to optimize the, the evolution of our species. You know, I, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert uh -huh. in this. I don't know how it works. I don't know how evolution works, but I'd like to optimize that thing. I'd like the, our species to grow right. and prosper and, and live as long as we can. And we have to do that by, if we have to abandon tradition and honors and morals, those things are built on nuance mm -hmm. and I don't value them. But people don't like me saying that. People don't like the idea of, well, well, limiting the children, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like limiting the one. children and the type of children you can have. They yep. don't like eliminating elders. <laughs> yeah. They don't like those ideas. They, they have a problem with that. And, and that's why I stick to um, my religious upbringing in the sense of my sense of right and wrong. Interesting. Some of it is also like, like I don't, I'm, we're not going into the topic. We're not going into the topic. You can't please everybody, man. You know. You really can't. You can't. The only way to please everybody is not to say anything at or, all. Or, yeah, the only way to please everybody is government controls everybody. Limit the children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take over the Ethiopian government. You change, you change what pleases them. Religion is a thing. Well, what you throw religion out. What the hell differentiates what's good and bad? You just average it, right? And that changes. Well, it's just uh, the needs of society, really. Right. So that, that's, a, that's a fluent thing. It doesn't really matter. Well, religion's a fluid thing, too. True. It doesn't matter, though. Yeah. None of it matters.
we just pretend it matters because mm-hmm. keeps us keeps working together. That's that's what it is, right? For the most part, I, w- I wouldn't describe the world as working very well. Like it works in some ways, but I think there's optim there's plenty of optimizations we made. I f- okay, but if you threw out empathy, the world would probably crumble a little bit, don't you think? If anything, all we have we have a lack of empathy in a lot no, of we ways. We do, we do. Yeah, right, but. So we so there's a, there's a need for it with our people with people sure. there's a need for it but yeah. like what defi- nothing defines it we all make it up what do you mean nothing defines it it's in the dictionary what do you, what do you mean like well there's no there's no objectivity to it it's there's just like a feeling we all have that keeps us together and working well yeah it's innate to humanity and and other social animals right right empathy is just it's a chemical process right and I think you can abandon that when when it's better for the species to abandon it at times. Because I don't think we need it as much anymore. Wait, didn't you just say we need more empathy, though? Oh, I meant... Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, We do need more empathy in a lot of situations. But I think there are some times when it would be better to abandon empathy. Well, you can't have empathy for everything all the time because I'd just be a crying mess. <laughs> if, right. I, if I was sad for everything that died or had illnesses or whatever yeah. all the mm-hmm. time, that, that's you got to be selective. Right. Well, here's the thing about the... the but the selective is, is subjective. Yes. The selective part is subjective. Well, that's, that's where the I'm problems saying. come in. Right. So I'm thinking there's a lot of things that like, yeah, I'm too, I'm like, yeah, they're better for humanity. Do it. And people are like, ah, oh, that's really screwed up. And it's like, well, we're being selective here anyways. We're being yeah. subjective here Well, that's anyways. just where we're, we're talking about problems that have literally no answer, let alone a correct one. You know? Yeah, true. That's true. That, that's literally, you just pick one and then you just hope it goes well because there's no right answer. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing is we, we want to explain everything. We want to think that logic can give us the right answer every time. But sometimes there's just things that can't logically be found an answer to because the the problem itself stems from us, which are not mathematical things, you know? Yeah. This was a, such an incoherent rant on my side. <laughs> like just, just straight up. So like- No, but I'm, guys, I, to, the people sum- listening. Yeah, to summarize, right? Because I'm going to hate myself listening mm-hmm. back to this later. Um, to summarize, I subscribe to- my religious upbringing. I don't consider myself religious per se. I'm still agnostic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I keep it as a hope because it keeps my, um, that's where my moral framework came from. And where the way I was raised and the religious teachings is where my morals came from. So I keep them around just so that I function in society, essentially. I don't know. I, I've looked around, like you, you've talked about before, I think off podcast about, you know, considering other religions, like not that you would, the opposite, that you wouldn't consider other ones, you know? Yeah, why? I, I, I've, why I've shopped around a little bit looking at stuff and then, yeah, and there, every time even, I've found a couple groups that like basically fit my moralities and, and my morals and my values to like a T. Oh. Like whereas Christianity, obviously I was raised in Christianity, so my morals are pretty closely aligned, but there's a lot of places I disagree pretty heavily. Yeah. So I found things that fit almost perfectly, but every time, every single time, regardless of what group it is, it's always ruined by some some form of spirituality or ritual or, so, or some shit like that. Yeah. Gets in the way and makes it where like, well now, even though they are like the closest thing you could possibly get to what I believe. I still can't like in co- good conscious, like associate with them, you know, every single time. So what if it did though? What if, what if you found a religion that perfectly re- represented your morals? Would you just say you're a follower of that religion now? Uh, no, no. Okay. So well, like, like, well, no, anyways, like, like I said, I have found that, but there, there's always some part of it that I can't, fully agree right, with I'm not, like, not even on the moral side but just on the way on the fundamental side yeah, yeah like the, con- the conceptual the, the, like yeah because religion 
is inherently spiritual and, yeah. I, and yeah. I hate spirituality. Yeah, that's what I was, that's, that's essentially what I was getting like. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you'd find a religion that would perfectly match you and that would not have anything spiritual to do with it, which means it wouldn't be a religion. But it, it would be, but it'd be useful to have because- Why? It's, it, it, no, it's not for me, but to point to and be like, if somebody, if somebody oh. asks what religion are you, that's here, th that's the name. There's all the beliefs, you know, you can Google it if you want to, but it's just like a, a quick label. So you don't have to talk about it. You I don't see. have to explain okay, you know it. What? No, I'm sorry. Like, that here, makes here's sense. a website that has all of my beliefs on yeah, it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. I just don't care. And also my beliefs are pretty fluent. Yeah. Like, I, I well, don't know if, definitely. I, I don't think everybody is. Well, for me, they, they've been going through a lot of changes. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen it, but like I've changed, changed my thought process on a lot of things. I feel like that shows maturity and it also shows that I was completely fucking wrong. Really. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, just yeah. in general. So that was a horrible morality topic. That was just all <laughs> uh, over the place. What I was going to say earlier is to the people listening, like this is the kind of stuff that we originally started the first podcast to be about. And that's what we talked about a little bit in the, in the, um, the what, Jake the Cake podcast Jake, or whatever shit. Jake the Cake podcast. Whatever measure wanted to call it. Anyway, we used I to have a different podcast. That's what we usually talked about. It's so hard to talk about stuff like that. Even, even at, like if, if I'm trying to explain a concept like, Oh, here's how for loops work, right? Right. It's very, it's very easy to formulate the words and say them and feel confident in having said them. And then like with stuff like this, no matter what I say, I'm always, oh, was that, I was, I'm not entirely happy with what I just well, said there. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I never exactly explain. And it's because it's, it's, it's metaphysical. It's, there's a lack of coherency. Mm -hmm. I keep saying coherency. So it's not easy to turn into words because you can't really get a grasp on it in your head in the first yeah, place. Yeah, Again, I think my summary is pretty good. I'm just, I, I don't see the need for morality as much anymore. Um, mm -hmm. without religion and not that I follow the religion. I just, I keep those, those teachings. That's my framework yeah. for how I judge right and wrong. Like, it, like sucks you said. it sucks growing up and just realizing that all the adults in your life are just as equally Confused. unexplained and like don't have the answers to things. Yeah. And as it's just really poorly thought out and valuable, you know, it's unfortunate to realize that as you're growing up. It, it is unfortunate to realize also though, like, Realizing that we didn't have the answers kind of opened up a lot of possibility though. And like, I was excited by that. Really? Yeah. Okay, it's like, I can see that. Like we can, cause some, like, you know, if all the answers are there, it's like when you read the end, like I was talking about reading the end of the attack on Titan manga, some people didn't like it. It's like, well now that's what it is. And I'm not really super happy with it. And that's how it is. But like, if you don't know what the ending is, there's like that whole excitement and like mystery and, you know, trying to find out and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's a very positive way of looking at that, Jake. I did not think of it positively at all. I'm like, ah, <laughs> we still haven't figured this out. This is a serious issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I- Well, I, I mean, it. this is just the same exact opinion that I echoed on science earlier, which is like, you know, we just try to do our best and then we try to prove ourselves wrong. And then when we do succeed, we try again. Yeah. I just thought it'd be a lot more evident, <laughs> you know, like a, a lot, like, cause you know, science- it, there's, there's like, it's a, it's a gradient. There's, there's a center and mm -hmm. it kind of like everything goes towards the center. That's a bad analogy. I mean, like there's usually a pretty obvious, like these are, these are pretty concrete ideas. And as you get away from them, it gets a little bit more blurry and you can find yourself on that little grid. Yeah. But with, with, when it comes to like morality and ethics and well, there's stuff plenty, like that. There's plenty of topics in science where there's just as much infighting as there is with religion. Like nobody has a damn clue what's going That's on. That's true. That's true. And what I said also technically applies to morality. Like there's a lot of core ones that you can, people generally agree yeah. on. Like generally you like, like you don't go around killing people for no reason. Right, right, right. So like when most I people said, agree on that. When I said earlier, like abandon morality, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm talking or, or as in like when it becomes blurry, it usually comes blurry. Like the mid rings as you get further mm. away from those center, don't kill people for no reason. Yeah. You know, those general ones, but, but there, but there's some fluctuations. 
And then it's like, you know, so I start to throw it out around there. I guess that, I guess that counters my earlier, argu- earlier argument about like, just because it's, it's not super concrete doesn't mean. Right. Yeah. Wow. Contradiction located. Yeah. I think I, I think I found that. <laughs> so in the email, you know, go ahead and tell us why we're wrong. Tell us why we should believe your religion and measure the first person, the first 10 people to email measure will pick one of them and he will devote his life to that religion. Oh, I thought we were just going to like shit on every single entry. No, no, no. You're going to join them. Oh, damn. It's going to be like something crazy. I don't know. What, what, what's the craziest? <laughs> That's actually a really bad topic. I was going to say, what's the craziest religion? Oh, I, <laughs> there's that, a couple that come to mind. <laughs> a, yeah, that's yeah. top 10 reasons to start a holy war. Dude, ask the AI. Ask the AI. What? <laughs> the top 10 craziest religions? Top 10 craziest religions. Yeah. Oh, God. Top 10 worst religions. Yeah, that's just asking for trouble. Yeah. Well, it's the AI. We, we don't have responsibility. I, yeah, yeah that, that's a gray area, yeah. Well, technically not. No, You're, we'd still get I in trouble. I think by echoing it, by, by relaying the message, I think that would put some of the blame on us. Yeah, I don't agree, but you're right. It, do, it does. Yeah. Like, like that's how it works. I don't agree. <laughs> I'm just reading what the AI said. That's all yeah. I'm doing, guys. Okay, so I got one. Oh, right. perfect. So people people versus zoo animals. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. So, so you said Danny DeVito and a pig. I think that's pretty accurate. But a boar, man, I don't know about the boar because you well, got the, the funny thing is in, in Always Sunny, um, they, he's referred to as the warthog by his former colleagues. He does kind of look like a warthog. Yeah. Yeah. When he's angry. Oh yeah. boy. But you know. could he actually fight a boar? No, no, not in his current state. Right. Because like Maybe, he got the tusks. Even when he was young, like that, I would, probably not. But now, no. Yeah. The yeah. tusks would fuck you up. And he's Dude, about the size of a warthog too. I, I don't, also, I don't think there's a single man ever that... I, wait, no, I'm probably wrong with that. Do you think there's a single man on this planet that could kill a bear with his hands? Because I've heard the of bear people would have ra- to be having a bad day. Like, it, it, like if we had a million men and a million bears, like eventually in one of those one v ones, somebody would win, right? Statistically, yeah, you're right. Statistically, but I, I would never bet on the man ever yeah, in like, my whole life. Just in general, like they're so big and yeah, yeah strong. Ah, ugh, that's a rough one. Well, we're, we kind of are just shitty at. You know, non-tool based hunting. Our whole thing is that's, we use tools. That is, if it weren't for tools, we'd be dead. <laughs> Honestly, we would have been long gone. Honestly, so like, okay, Mike Tyson, right? Take Mike Tyson. Okay. Yeah. What what could what kind of animals could he kill? And what what would take what would take out Mike Tyson? What would be the smallest, weakest animal that could take out Mike Tyson? Because like, I think is you he, think he could take a kangaroo on. I was I was literally thinking about the kangaroo. Because the whole boxing like, thing, you always they, in cartoons. They he's always put one of the few gloves. people who could actually fight a kangaroo. I think he could fight a kangaroo. I could be wrong. Though. Kangaroos are jacked. They're Those jacked, are crazy. Dude. Yeah. Like I think if he got lucky, he could he could kill a kangaroo with his hands. Oh, I think so. Yeah. You could kill an ostrich, right? You think you could kill an ostrich? I feel like a lot of people could kill an ostrich. Really? I don't know. They're big birds. Are we we doing Australian animals (laughs) like that? No, these are the ones that... I'm just thinking about like the man-sized ones because as you start getting bigger than that, it becomes really difficult. Like an elephant, I don't know if anybody can kill an elephant. No, I I don't think anybody... If an elephant was trying to fight you, I I don't think you could win. I think think it's game over. You just don't have the mass. Lion, tiger, like that's a... They're they're like the... They're like peak. They're peak peak hunters. Exactly. Um... Hippo, rhino, you know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. Man sized uh, yeah. objects. No hippos, no rhinos. Anything that has leathery gray skin, I think you lose. I think you lose. Hey, send us an send us an email with like an article of someone who's killed one of these animals with their hands. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, no not weapons, just like an no injured tools. elderly one that's missing two legs. Exactly. You know? Like, give us a normal, uh, you know what I'm saying. Guys, be reasonable here. Yeah, you, what is the smallest thing that could kill Mike Tyson? That, that isn't like, oh, he got bit by a black widow. You know what I mean? That's yeah. stupid. Also, black widows, you, uh, they're, they're usually not lethal. Oh, uh, well. You can get help pretty quickly and you'll be fine. Well, yeah, but he was bit by a black widow while he was in a shack and he couldn't get back. You, you could still probably be fine, especially, <laughs> especially Mike Tyson. And, then, and he happened to have a cold at the time. <laughs> so you got kangaroo ostrich level. Is there anything between ostrich and rhino? And rhino, well, there's like cassowaries. You know, those are those are birds aren't, that are smaller than ostrich. But aren't but they're much more dangerous though. Are they? Oh, as far as I know, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. Because those that. are like fighting birds. Like you know, like in Far Cry, you get fucked up by some cassowaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really get that with ostriches. You you know, the Australians ride those around like horses. What about okay, okay, okay? I think I have it. Mid-sized cats, like jaguars, mountain lions. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I think like I think that's a that starts to become more fifty-fifty. You're right. More, more, more on the side of the lion, probably. Cats are great because they're all they work exactly the same, and you've just got a range of scales. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? absolutely. Like, like your house cat is the same thing as a lion, but smaller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you got the mountain lions, which are I do not want to run into a mountain lion. That we see them every once in a while around here. I don't. That's the last thing I want to run into at night when I'm like out in the woods yeah, peeing yeah. or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's our answer. There's enough variants there where that's that's what would yeah kill him. The, the mountain lion could get lucky and, and get Mike Tyson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike Tyson is what I started with, but but he's like a peak fighter from humans as far as you know we go. Are we, are we this is we're, we're we're talking in prime Mike Tyson, right? Sure. I mean, I'm sure current Mike Tyson could still fuck some animals. Oh, absolutely, up. absolutely. But we're we're optimizing here. We're optimizing. Yeah. Two Mike Tysons, however, it could probably take down a lot. Two two <sighs> Mike Tyson clones. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I still think you get stuck with the cats. Uh, I think like, like two the, of them. Two cats of them. aren't really good at fighting multiple things at once. They they try to get you alone. You're right. You're right. But like. If there were two cats, obviously, then it's a that's a different thing. But one, we're talking one <laughs> Jacob, cat. Jacob's got this cat to Mike Tyson ratio. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he's got he's got it. He's got the formula. I think I think the ratio is two mics to one cat, and then you have a chance. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think you're right. And we're t- I'm talking when I say cat, I mean like you know lion, tiger, those the big cats. Wait, really? You think two Mike Tysons could take a lion? Not every time, or not even most of the time, but sometimes, yeah. Really? I or don't maybe know if close I'd, to most of the time. I don't, I don't, know. Even, I don't think I'd even say that. Because all, all you got to do is just get one guy just, you know, trying to smother that thing. So it's like jujitsu style where it can't move mm-hmm. and then the other one can wail on him. The cat can't fight both at the same time. It's just not good at that. Oh, I was thinking more chokes would be your best bet. I don't think punching it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> I just mean one of the guys, you know, yeah, the, absorbs the it. cat's energy and the other guy... And puts energy into the cat oh, <laughs> in one way or another. I don't know about that one. I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. If you took, took the average man, like say just like American, yeah, chub, kind of slightly chubby, not like maybe 5'10 American male yeah. with a taser. What, what is the oh, what is the biggest thing you could fight reasonably? I honestly still think we're still in the cat region. Man. I genuinely do. Like the mid-sized cat, not the large yeah. size cat. I genuinely think that's the best we can do. Everything's smaller. You can just keep kicking the shit out of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, okay, so I've heard like, for like wolverines and honey, honey badgers can hunt big cats, but like, I don't know how their human fighting skills are. Like, I don't, I haven't heard much about people encountering those things and whether or not you can kill one. So many of the things, I think it's just a scale of how badly do they mess you? Like, how badly do you have to go to the hospital after you win? You no, know? we're talking death. I don't Average know. man with a taser. Dude, the taser is not, we should, we should say knife. Okay, knife, yeah. Because sure. the taser is like, 
Knife gives you a huge advantage. Yeah, I think you can take on a lot more. I think you could probably even take on, like, with enough trials, you could eventually kill a lion. Yeah. I genuinely you'd think have to, that. You'd, yeah, you'd have to find the right spot. I mean... If, yeah, you'd have to really be lucky, honestly. I could be wrong, though. Yeah. Because lions, their power is in strength and agility, but they don't... They Like, they have sharp claws, but they don't have a knife of claws, you know? I'm just thinking, like, uh, most of those simulations would just be him being like, I'm going to get you, and then the, the, the lion yeah. lunges, dude. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you stab, you're dead. <laughs> like That's true. That thing's going to kill but before you. It, before it gives up, it's going to be... It'll kill you. Maybe you both die sometimes. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think that's that's a that's a good estimate. How many people do you think it would take mm-hmm. to kill a T Rex? A T Rex? Oh, there you go. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There what is do you a even do? His skin There's is tough, isn't it? We we as humans don't have the ability to puncture something that's armored. Yeah, you know? not like over. We, all, all we can do is build things to puncture things, and then we're really good at running. <laughs> um, but. But we're not sharp. <laughs> you know, Here's we got th- teeth. Here's the thing. I think if you had enough people with the right idea, you could kill a T-Rex. The problem <laughs> is if you just had that many people, they wouldn't be able to coordinate well enough to kill that T-Rex. It would just be a bunch of people like trying to hang on to yeah, it as exactly. best as they could. I'm thinking they starve it. They try to like That's, keep it away from things. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe knock it over somehow. Good luck with that though. Well, if you have enough people running How to under a feet. How much T-Rex weigh? Uh, I think it's in the tons. <laughs> Well, uh, definitely in the tons. Though. Oh, at, at the most, it's it's nine tons. I almost would expect a little bit more. Really? That's about what I expected. Would you know that the new the new electric Ford is like six tons? That car. So it's about oh, no, not six. Oh, sorry, no, no, not six tons. Three tons, but it's like six thousand pounds. Right, right, not right. Not six tons. Like <laughs> three tons is a massive vehicle. Yeah, that's, that's for a, for a tr- like a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I couldn't imagine a six-ton truck. <laughs> Jeez, get like two inches of range. I kind of expected about that. But I, I, I don't, don't know. think he, it would take a shit ton of. Basically, all I can say is it would just take a shit ton of humans to and kill a T Rex. It would be that would just be the point where we just, like you said, we wear it out and we get lucky eventually. There's yeah, no, yeah. there's no. Oh, we did it, guys! We killed no, it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like that's just endurance and the number. And that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for coming, guys. Email us at terminal. Email us terminalsane at gmail.com. Oh my god, please. If you can't remember that, then you're just a name. dumbass. You're an idiot. You're worthless. I mean you're subhuman. You're already worthless, but that makes you less than worthless. Exactly what I'm saying. Like you existing is a detriment on society. Absolutely. You know, in these last few uh, weeks, there's been a lot of transitions in me, in me and Jake's life. Jacob is becoming a woman. Um, it's been it's been really hard for him because he he doesn't have any hair, so um, it's been uh, really really heavy on his it's like self esteem trying to get him to transition into a full um, woman. Um, from there, he he's thinking of becoming maybe like a like a fox. Or um, I think I think he said camel, but that might have been biased from the last time I talked about camels. Um, but yeah, like he's gonna he's gonna try to slowly transition to a woman, then a female camel. Um, otherkin. I don't know if you guys have heard of otherkin. It's those people that identify as different animals, and um, it, it's it's gonna be um, a difficult, you know, because running a podcast, he does most of the work, 
But if he's a female fox, I said camel earlier. I meant fox. If he's a female fox, like fox, foxes, is it foxes? Foxages, um, they don't they don't know how to run a podcast. So like, I don't know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pick up where he left off. Set it up. Um, he's gonna probably paw at the um, microphone. Um, and we all know, um, we all know like that noise that they make, they go ring, ding, 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 ding. I don't remember. I haven't heard. You guys remember what does the Fox say? Remember that annoying song that exploded from, I don't know. I don't know where that was. I don't know. Um, yeah. Where, 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 where was it? I, I can't remember, but like all those noises that he's going to make all of them, every single one of the noises, but only in order. So if you listen to that song again, right. Every time they, they did a different one, he's going to sing, say those those sounds in that order into the podcast and I'm going to have to edit that out. And it's um it's going to be a tough time guys. I'm so so it's going to be a transition period for him and and me and the podcast.